Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. I'm Stacey J. And I'm Chuck Duran. Welcome to part two with the phenomenal Lex Lang. Are you ready? Let's meditate. Part two? Yes. <laughs> what have you found to be stumbling blocks for voice talent, either in the audition process or the hmm. recording process? Because you've been on that side of the glass. Right. Let's see. I, I think, you know, like we said, getting into the characters and like understanding what you feel about the person you're talking mm -hmm. to, yeah. that's a huge stumbling block. A lot of auditions happen where people will just read the copy in a character voice, right. and they don't like become that character interacting with somebody else. Exactly, mm -hmm. which is everything. Yeah, it's yeah. everything, and it's, it's more, yeah. It took me forever to learn how to do it, like just to like be relaxed enough with myself to go, okay, this guy's supposed to be cranky. Okay, I have a voice I want to do now. How would I be cranky right now? Like. That's the key. How would you be doing what you're being mm -hmm. asked to do? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so um, that's a big stumbling block. You know, I was teaching a class over at the uh, Don LaFontaine Voiceover Lab, sure. and you know, the, the students were all so eager and excited about acting, but when they were brought up to the mic, they literally just like thought they had to put on this voice and then read in a certain way. Like if it was a bad guy, they had to be like, you will never be that way to me, you know? And it was like, just, okay, drop that, let's start again and just like relax and like tell somebody that you know that you're upset with that they'll never be that way to you or whatever the line might yeah, have been, exactly. you know? Mm -hmm. And right away, like it switches on and then I go, okay, now add a little more sinister to it, okay? So then they add a little, cause it's kind of in that layers, the sure. way we way I break down a, right. a voice match. Right. Yeah. It's kind of the same way. Like, let's get to the core, a human being or an alien or a pig or whatever, whatever the character is. is, right? Yeah. yeah. And then once you're there, let's start layering a few things. And then I like to, personally, for my own auditions, I like to wrap around, I come from a very strong improv background. Mm -hmm. So I like to wrap improv all around it, but only deliver the lines that are written. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll do a minute of goofy weirdness before a character that's kind of goofy, and, and then Go, in. go then, into the read and that. then and then delete both ends. Yeah, nice. You know? I see. Okay, cool. So I spend more time in the booth than just the copy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so very it's very thorough. This very one. thorough. Yeah, that is very cool, man. I, that. I like that a lot. Um, hey, I got another hey. question for you, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, good thing. So you work in all these different areas, right? You got yeah. commercials, animation, trailers, promos, all this stuff. And so, what do you feel? As a voice actor, okay, what do you feel? What do you feel is your your big strength? I think it would be improv, okay, mm -hmm. and knowing myself, knowing myself well enough to kind of know what to bring, 
And like I said, you know, this is actually in the last couple. You say knowing yourself, as other people sometimes say, you need to find yourself or find your well, true your voice. So is that what you're talking about? Like you know what that is, you know who you are. Well, just knowing like what your own values are, mm -hmm. knowing just what the deeper, the knowing. deeper knowledge yeah. of like what makes you tick. Okay. You know, what mm -hmm. gets you excited, what makes you upset, what what makes you sad, what makes you happy. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. and if you start with, I, I keep saying like that core then you can, you know, blossom from that in any direction. Yeah. And like I was saying about the archetypes that live within us, mm -hmm. you can just, like, make one of those come to life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, and that happens in all the areas, you know. Yeah. Um, doing Walla for movies, you know, it's, it's all improv. And I, yeah. I admire the actors that are part of these Walla groups that are in these big movies because they come in, they have a little cheat sheet maybe or an iPad with a few little words on it, but they're improvising lots of content that yeah. mostly never gets heard because it's yeah. all background stuff, you know. Right, right. But, um, you know, having having a solid grasp of improv, um, knowing your instrument, mm -hmm. like being able to, just like a guitar, yeah. you know, you know your guitar, you can play bar chords, or you can play open chords, and then you can play the single notes, and you can do the hammer-ons, you know, there's yeah. a, they're all different. Yeah, and you can do a little whammy bar. You can do whammy. Wow! I like the And so... Uh, <laughs> Okay. We're, dude, we're we are like jam later, dude. It's like Bob and Ted guitar edition over there. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, so he's basically saying that that he allows himself to be himself, yes. but also allows himself to play. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. be loose and just yeah. play. Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And, and know yourself enough to like how you would react to something. Yeah, and even how you wouldn't react to something. You sure. Know? Mm -hmm. So. Well, no, that sincerity. You know, the microphone picks up every little thing, and mm -hmm. so you you can't fake being scared. You can't fake being mean. I mean, it's really yeah. it's it's organic. Yeah. And exactly. so you have to have a self awareness. So like the dickhead that's in me oh, that's yes. like a total Hey, he idiot. just said a bad word. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. well, you started it. Okay. No, yeah, John well, that's okay then. That's going to be like the, the clip <laughs> that gets put on, you know, YouTube. <laughs> so so dude, you you yes. and your wife, yes. Sandy, are both basically in the same industry. Right. Yes. Yes. And you. So thankfully, you, you don't everything. go yeah. for the same. So role. your partners, <laughs> really so your partners, your lovers, your 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 team members, and you're also you know in the same industry. How do you keep everything in balance? That is the number one question of the day. It, it takes commitment mm -hmm. to keep it in balance. We've gone out of balance many times. Yeah. Many times, like where we've worked way too hard on one side of, a, of like projects that we're working on, or you know we're all business, 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 and then the relationship suffers, right. or we're all you know uh, do you know voiceover jobs, a ton of these, and then like we don't do anything that's physical, like working out or taking care of ourselves, right. or we try to do like we have a, our natural spring water company H two O too, what I'm about that. and so like we spent many years like building that, but. At, at a cost of imbalance. So like all of a sudden, as we were getting out into the marketplace and things like that, I was going on three hours of sleep a night because mm -hmm. I'm dealing with grocery business at 5.30 in the morning on the East Coast. And you know, these yeah. people wake up early, yeah. not mm -hmm. voice actor early. Yeah. Voice actor early is like, oh, 8.30 rolled around? Oh, okay, I'll get it, you know? Yeah. But uh, we, it got to a point where literally the balance was so far off. I was sitting down one day and just I was like, oh, you know what, I think I'll pass out now. Wow. And just uh, so it's a it'll wake you up. Yeah. But yeah. the key is to treat your day like you have a bunch of inspired activities that are going to be taking place. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you know, 
you you have you gain pleasure or you have some kind of love like in spirit people say is, is inspired you know but like just that part of you is excited about what you're doing mm -hmm. and then don't do too many hours at any one of them like let's say you're working on a demo or something in your case you'd be hired to be working on somebody's demo you know put a few hours in there take a break from that you're inspired to do some music do a few hours in there do a little relationship have dinner, have some conversation with your your significant other. Then evening time, you know, pick some things that you you know you got to get ready for some new project coming up. You can throw a few hours there, and then watch Breaking Bad. And then you can watch your you can you can <laughs> <laughs> a little Breaking Bad. I'm on the last two episodes oh, really? right now. Don't tell me how it ends, dude. I'll yeah. kill you. Uh, yeah. So you did a <laughs> that like was a, very a back. watched them all in a row or what? Yeah. You he did, did a binge over yeah. a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We did that too. Yeah. We hadn't watched crazy. it for like three mm -hmm. seasons in this like. So are you really uh, near the end right now? Yeah. Last, yeah I think I'm on the last like, two episodes. Don't tell him. Oh my god. So last night I was like, oh my god. Yeah. It's a great show. That's cool, man. Yeah. I, I respect that a lot. I respect that you guys, you know, know that and, and really, really Well, again, work. it speaks to that awareness that you, you can feel. It's like when you have to crack your back or your knuckle. Like, you can feel when something isn't quite... But sometimes you can't. Yeah. So that's, like, yeah. that's the other thing to look out for. It's like you can't feel it until you're face planting into, yeah. you know, right. a soup. Right. All of a sudden, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that happened to me twice because I was like, oh, okay, I'll create some balance. And then I just, like, was taking every voiceover job and taking all the directing jobs and taking all of the you know yeah. uh, you know outside entrepreneurial things mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like oh you know what no ba I'm balanced but I'm like triple time balanced yeah, goodbye exactly. you know yeah. fall you're over balanced again. in the wrong direction right, right? you're balanced right, right. over the edge Got yeah. it. <laughs> if you could talk to your 20 year old self my 20-year-old self, yes. What life advice would you give wow. to him? Get into voiceover immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore your father at yeah, five. Yeah, and get right go back to five. Yeah. <laughs> forget Skip about the, the French violin. horn and yeah, the violin. Forget the French horn. Um, yeah, voiceover has been good. Yeah. Very, very good. You know, because it's allowed me to express myself, you know, and that's what I am yeah. as, a, as an artist. Well, you have and, a dream job. Yeah, it's a you dream can. job. I wake up every day and I give thanks. You know, I literally am really grateful. And I don't work every single day. You know, some people yeah. think when you are when you have a long-time career that you're working every day. If I have a series that I'm working on, yeah, I know that, like, Tuesday is, you know, Curious George or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But other than that, you're auditioning mostly. And, yeah. you know, my batting average or whatever is like one out of a hundred swings I hit something right mm -hmm. so if I can get a hundred or two hundred swings in a month which sounds like a lot yeah which is about average I guess um, then I know that it's been a good month and I know that something could be happening yeah right. you know but right. but like we were saying you know I'm, I'm not spread thin but I am spread around you know like yeah. I do the promos for UFC and and mm -hmm. I you know, do some commercials here and there, some Toyota stuff, and I'll do, um, you know, video games like the Marvel Heroes games as yeah. Doctor Doom, and then I might reprise that role on the TV show, you know. So yeah. it, it's kind of a constant thing. Yeah. And I realized somewhere along the way, probably about 10 years ago, that at the begin, unless I'm on a show, at the beginning of every month, my calendar is empty, mm -hmm. I'm unemployed. At the end of every month, I look back and I go, oh, great, I did 12 sessions this month. Mm -hmm. Or I did, you know, five really big ones or one 
awesome one that I've always wanted to do. But it, I always look back and go, okay, the calendar filled up. So yeah. now after, this is my 20th year in October, will be 20 years that I've been doing it. I can look back and go, okay, I'm not as nervous about the month being empty at the beginning of the month. Yeah, you know exactly, because you know. Because I know that, you know, the yeah. track record is kind of saying, okay, yeah. you'll, you'll so probably like get something. All of a sudden, be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not... two months is now. My, is my ringer on? Yeah, is right? it... <laughs> do, do they have Watch like my current my pager. Email? What happened? They did a, they did a Marvel <laughs> show, and I didn't hear about it. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I want to uh, quote you your favorite quote. My favorite quote. Yes. Okay. I have a favorite quote. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Hendrix. Yes. Um, which I think is a really nice segue into your philanthropic side. Okay. Um, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. That's it. It's beautiful. beautiful. That is it. Wouldn't it be nice if all the world leaders could just like take that in? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But yeah. they're too power hungry, you know? They're all just... Yeah. I think Donald Trump will. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to get <laughs> he that He doesn't down. need power. He's, he's, he's got money. <laughs> he's like, what? His hairspray is all he needs. I, yeah, he's like, yeah. I bought... Didn't I buy power? I bought, yeah, that I bought power I bought last year. I bought power. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm not selling it. I so. think I trademarked it's that, didn't Manhattan. I? Manhattan. Um, uh, so you have, you and, and your lovely wife, Sandy mm -hmm. Fox, have co-founded, you have the Love Planet Foundation. Love Planet Foundation, yeah. And the H2OM Water. H so H2OM Water, yeah. Tell Different. people about that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe how they can get involved and just Absolutely. know more about it. Love Planet Foundation, we'll start with that. Mm -hmm. um, LovePlanetFoundation.org. Um, basically, in 2001, I think, it might have been a little earlier than that, 1999, um, Sandy and I were like, why aren't there people educating the children about just simple issues like recycling and water awareness and things like that? Why, is, why does that seem to be a void out there? I mean, you know, we have Red Cross and disaster relief and all this stuff going on with nonprofits, but the children, I don't mean to be like, you know, Whitney Houston, but the children are the future, you know yeah. what I mean? And so all these kids are kind of growing up like not giving a shit, you know? And so yeah. it was like, why don't we, because we are in the entertainment world, why don't we start creating media or going to schools and having a twist like doing voices or bringing characters and that would inspire kids to like have a, an awareness of like their water use, yeah. you know? So we might go into a school and talk about like, you know, how much water do you think you're, you use each day? And then start, okay, well, you, you brush your teeth. How long, is, is it running the whole time? Okay, you take a shower. How long is your shower? And most of the kids that we've asked mm -hmm. that are probably in the area of, say, 8 to 12 years old, maybe mm -hmm. 13, the average shower lasts about 45 minutes. Wow. Wow. 45 minutes. I so said, how long are you in the shower? 45 minutes. So we have the kids to blame the for kids, not having water. The kids are sucking up. <laughs> it's the almonds, the beef people, and the kids. No. Wow. So we, you know, we simple things like, okay, soap up the sponge, up one side, down the other side, rinse. Now mm -hmm. it's a two-minute shower, mm -hmm. you yeah. know. So, yeah. And then we talk about recycling. And Sandy and I both became... Um, on the speakers council for Heal the Bay. So whenever there's an outreach to like clean up the beaches and things mm -hmm. like that, and you go there and there's like a Heal the Bay guy in a shirt that yeah. says Heal the Bay and he's gonna say, the waterways, of, and it gives you a little instruction as yeah. to why you're cleaning yeah. things up. Yeah. That's Sandy or I, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we do a lot of those. And so, um, you know, it's a way for us to give back because mm -hmm we feel so blessed in what we're doing already yeah. that it's mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Tithing is all is good, you know. Yeah, so that's good. Right. So um, uh, that's balance right there, buddy. Love that. Yeah, you know, and it, yeah, it, it, back. we don't always get to do as much of it as we want because, mm -hmm. you know, as you know, schedules fill sure. up and you look back and you go, oh, that was 2014. We didn't talk this year, did we? Mm -hmm. We didn't go to any. We went to one coastal cleanup last year. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, then right. 2013, we did 11 of them or whatever, you yeah. know, right. so. Right. Um, so if people go to the loveplanetfoundation.org, they can help you. Yeah, yeah, you, you in can. In their own, in their you own can, communities, and absolutely, mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff you can do. That's there. awesome. Yeah, so awesome. that's good. So you can give back. Yeah, you can give back. You, you can go stand and do that. You can just, you do just donate because the thing we're doing now is we're going to start creating multimedia so that we won't have to go into the schools. Mm -hmm. We'll just provide the school with the multimedia and we'll hopefully get nice. it into all the districts and nice. people will just play it and yeah. it'll be like fun characters that the kids mm -hmm. know because we're voice actors. Mm -hmm. Very very and cool. Inspire them. And then H2O. Yeah, H2O. H2O. Mm -hmm. It was inspired by a bunch of really amazing. I mean, the story itself could be a show of its own. Yeah. So I'll, I'll like, Reader's Digest it. Reader's into, Digest. Remember abridged. that? Yeah. Very few people remember Reader's Digest. I you do. probably don't. I read every single one Vaguely. of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it, it was like my parents' little book in the bathroom or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was the Reader's like, Digest. It was just yeah. like something they could read a short story in four minutes. Yeah. And, you know, like, so you'd say, give me the Reader's Digest version you know, mm -hmm. of the story. So uh, Sandy and I had uh, this a bunch of synchronistic events that led to this very powerful dream that I had where I woke up in my bedroom, it was 4.30 in the morning, and instead of it being completely pitch black, it looked like someone had lowered a giant banner that was lit from behind me, and it said H2 Ohm, water with intention. Mm. And I was just looking at it, sitting in my bed, going H2 Ohm, water with intention. And then just like a Superman's credit, all of a sudden words love, gratitude, prosperity, willpower, joy, peace. And I'm kind of like tripping out a little bit because I'm sitting in my bed. I'm going, dude, you were having a flash. Probably was. You're like, is it 84? From the tripping days. From the tripping days. And so I was like, okay. Uh, so I say, are you seeing this? To Sandy. Of course she's not. And she's like, she's well, like, seen what? It was so she polite was like, of you to ask her, I was like, though. are you seeing this? And she's like, you're on your no, own, hold babe. On. So she clicks the light on, you know, and then poof, everything just kind of fades out. And we looked it up the next day. It had never been done. We looked up wow. all the trademarks. It had never been done. And we were thinking, like, we don't want to start a water company. I mean, why would we start a water company? We're happy voice actors, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> why? Don't do it. You know, but... It kept leading us to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And eventually we said, okay, look, let's make one pallet of water for, for two of these intentions, love and perfect health. So we made these labels that said, oh, the water brand is based around the idea that you put positive words on the label to encourage you to have positive thoughts during your day. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And if the intention infuses into the water. You well, that, the that's, water like a, and... that's like a secondary mm -hmm. idea that like the, the Japanese water researcher, Dr. Masaru Emoto, he took these beautiful crystal photographs of water before and after people would set their intention mm -hmm. towards it. Yeah. So the photographs all showed that after the people set good intentions, that the water created a formation that was just absolutely beautiful, with just these spectacular nice. crystals that would form. Mm -hmm. And when people set bad intentions, like I hate you or you're ugly or things like that, they would form really badly. It would almost look like melted wax. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people attach that idea to our water because of his work. But um, we became really good friends with him and we went to Japan and took photographs of H2OM and did all this other cool stuff. Wow. But yeah, the water is primarily there to encourage you to be inspired to have positive thoughts. Can people get it? How can they get it? They What's can, happening? they can. So uh, 
it, it's taken a long, wonderful journey. And during the first five years of our business, we did a test market in the retail space. Mm -hmm. So we were in all the Whole Foods and all the natural food markets west of the Rockies, oh. like 324 markets. Mm -hmm. And we did you know, self-funding, and then we had like a friends and family round and things like that. But at some point, we decided we had to take the retail space out of the picture Right. to go into the next level of funding, which is like big boy funding. Right. You know? mm -hmm. And so um, the answer to your question is people can get it online still because we still manufacture and we do. Mm -hmm. People can also go to the Chopra Center uh, down in Carlsbad. So anybody who does a program with Deepak Chopra or anything mm -hmm. like that, they mm -hmm. get H2OM as part of their stuff. Cool. We partnered with him a couple of years ago. and um, So now what's happening for the brand is that we finished the test market, success, and now we're bringing on some uh, beverage industry big hitters mm -hmm. to um, manage the brand into the retail space again. Cool. So, yeah, That's very be cool. on the lookout. And, and, uh, and again, the website is? <laughs> H2OMWater.com. Okay. There and, it and is. H, the number two, then O-M letters, like o -M. OM, like when you meditate. Mm -hmm. yep. And then water.com. Water. Water. Com. Com. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Get it. down. Get down. I'm going to have me some love water. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and you mentioned Deepak Chopra. I'm a huge fan of his writing. Um, you are a certified meditation instructor. Yes. So. Again, that's an H2OM. <laughs> yes. H2OM took me to that direction. Yeah. And it's the best thing ever. Like, if nothing were to ever happen with H2OM again, I'm, which it yeah. will, you know, something yeah. will happen. Because it has its own life. It's like yeah. a kid born, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah. we're okay, going, bye. You know, bye, Mom, we're going to college, you yeah. know. Yeah. So um, I would still, it would still have been, like, the greatest thing ever because learning, I used to never know how to meditate. Yeah. I used to always think I was getting it wrong. Mm -hmm. And most of the meditation things that I looked into were what is called active mind meditation. And that's all good if you want to set intentions and you want to kind of get your head like on, on a you know, laser beam focus kind of thing. Yeah. But the type of meditation that I do is, is called primordial sound meditation. It's also known as mantra-based meditation. Mm -hmm. And that is more about realizing a couple things. One is that we're not our thoughts. We have thoughts. Mm -hmm. So basically there's a thought, it ends, and another thought goes, takes over, yeah. that one ends. Next thought pops up. And for most of us, that's just like they're almost linked. It's like thought, 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 thought. Right. You don't get a lot of downtime in between the thoughts. Mm -hmm. So the idea between, uh, about meditation, this type of mantra meditation, is that you use a mantra. I'll use the word om, for example. Okay? In, in this particular stuff that we teach, you actually get your own mantra that was based off the time when you were born and where you were born. And like, yeah. just, you know a lot of different factors to give you your own mantra. But let's just say, for the sake of this discussion, that OM is the mantra we're gonna use. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the idea would be you wanna, you wanna settle your thoughts a little bit because you're just jumping from thought to thought to thought to thought, right? Yeah, now, are you teaching us how to do this right I now? I can, if, um, I'm sort of. You, you, <laughs> so, you mentioned it during the break. Your but eyes are, this is because, eyes are because this will be kinda cool. You guys can actually join along and yeah. actually participate in this little Meditation, a little mini meditation class. Yeah, let's try yeah. that. Okay, so the idea first is that our thoughts kind of go back to back with each other, right? And our thoughts are happening in our head, and it's the voice in our head, right? So if now, just so that we can get a hold of the voice in our head, let's count to four without silently in our head. Mm -hmm. 
So you heard yourself count to four, right? One, two, three, four, in your head. Yeah. You weren't thinking about email. You weren't thinking about walking the dog. Right. You were counting to four in your head, mm -hmm. right? So now we know we can grab that voice and tell it what to do. Mm -hmm. Some people, like when I used to meditate, I would think, okay, I'm going to get my voice get the voice in my head quiet, get the voice in my head quiet. Ah, oh, crap, I got to email that person. And all of a sudden it's on yeah. to the next thing. Yeah. So just the way we used one, two, three, four to hold on to that voice, mm -hmm. you use a mantra to get away from the voice. Okay, so let's think of it as a pendulum, okay? So you close your eyes, you sit comfortably. You, remember, meditation is like comfortable. There's no stress. Relaxed. There's yeah. no forcing. It's natural. It's like our natural state is to get to that. No heavy metal in the background. No heavy metal in the background. I would not even recommend any music in the background. The quieter the space, the better. Okay. Okay, so you sit quietly. You have your eyes closed. We don't have to close our eyes for this moment. If you want to close your eyes at home, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you can talk them through it. Lots. I'll talk you through it. So then you know that your mantra is om mm -hmm. okay so you just start repeating that gently no force no concentrate it may change while you're saying it may become faster it may become slower you're not making a vocal noise so you're not going mm, mm, mm. you're just in your head that same voice that counted to four is now just saying om and you just let it happen very organically om om and just let there be a space after each one om i'm not thinking about email in that space it's just om so then you may realize that suddenly you're having a sensation in your body or a thought in your mind or a noise in the environment it might distract you all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. But whenever you notice that your attention is being taken away from your mantra, you gently bring it back to the mantra. Mm -hmm. So what happens eventually is as you're doing the mantra, and the, the one I teach has three pieces to the mantra, but we're just going to say for the sake of it, it's just Om. Mm -hmm. So as you're saying Om, there's a gap, Om. There's a gap. Well, that gap where nothing is happening is where your truest self lives. Mm. Like, it, it's, it's just like anything can spring. The idea is like once you have a thought that ends, this gap here is this space of infinite possibilities and anything can come up next. So the more you sit in that space, just quietly, not having to do anything, just mm -hmm. like letting yourself like be free of the clutter, mm -hmm. the more you take out into the regular world, like once you're done meditating, because you don't you don't have to do anything. Like it's not like okay, I'm meditating, and I better take out this stillness back into my yeah, session. Yeah, you know, yeah. no, no, no. no, no, none of that. You just let it go. You're done with it. You meditated your five to thirty minutes or whatever long you want to do, and then you just go about your regular life. And what you see is that it, it almost seems like time slows down a little, and instead of reacting to things you know, like having a knee-jerk reaction to something. Instead, you make conscious choices about things. Mm -hmm. You respond to things instead of reacting mm -hmm. to them. You live in the gap. Well, you, it's, it's actually more like this. Time. Like, let's say you're on the beach and you're sweating. It's super hot, mm -hmm. right? And that's like all the thoughts. <laughs> the beach is all the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then you say, you know what? I'm going to go in the water. So you go into the water where it's really nice and cool and you're just swimming around, you're not having the thoughts, you're totally feeling cool. And then you go, you know what, I'm going to get out and go back on the beach. Well, for a while, your hair is still wet, your suit's still wet, it's still, it's cooling you off mm -hmm. in the, on the mm -hmm. beach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. It's not like you're like, okay, now I'm bringing the beach out with me. You're, you're not thinking that, you just right. get out of the beach. Right. Same with that. If you, you visit the gap and then when you're out of it, 
it's hanging on with you it's and it's yeah. yeah and then you start yeah. seeing like there's all these you know um synchro destined events that happen and as you look back on things that have happened prior like i can go all the way back to you know before i was like before i was in in theater and see how like they all line up and then the bad girlfriend breakup oh that lines up and then there's the music school and the music school landed onto the um you know voice thing and the voice thing landed to this and this and, and now here i am right. you know mm -hmm. so yeah. eventually you see that everything like the universe has this perfect organizing power mm -hmm. and it's always doing it and the times we have the most difficulty in our lives is when we want to steer the universe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we can have intention and we can yeah, set intention sure. and that's why you know as part of meditation we say before you actually get into the meditating part you ask yourself these four what they call soul questions who am i like who am i really what do i want it can be physical um, emotional ethereal um, material whatever what am i grateful for mm. and what is my purpose in life? How can I use my unique skills and gifts to better myself and others? You know, and then and then you meditate. So it's kind of like dropping a bunch of little seeds next to this river or next to the ocean, where you, I'm not worried about those seeds anymore. They'll right. grow because they're right. going to be watered. Right. Very so that's cool. the basics. I, I dig it. I love it. But the cool thing is, is that uh, people can go to lexlang.com because you teach. I do teach. And I Sandy do private, teaches, yes, right? Yes, she does. Yeah. She does. So. Would you teach by Skype? Could you do it yeah, for our viewers? Yeah, we do Skype. Absolutely. Anyone in, Yay, anywhere, anywhere in the world. Wow. You want to learn meditation? Go to LexLang.com. LexLang.com. Just click the meditation button. Oh. Um. Um. We're there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about your music. Yes. You've got some really, you're a singer, songwriter, musician. Um, I love you know, our wonderful camera guy, Paz, he's a musician. I love being Paz, the president. I mean, I'm nice. a dancer, so it's like I love, you know, love music. There's always music around. Um, so what were your inspirations for you know, for writing the music you did? And just give us a little, little reader's yeah, digest. Yeah, <laughs> uh, music had several faces for me. Uh, when I was young and I was messing around on the piano, it was like 24 hours of love song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything was a love song, you know, Barry yeah. Manilow. And nice. whoever else wrote any kind of love song, uh, Neil Diamond, whoever, you know, uh, maybe, or, <laughs> maybe. or Sticks or whoever, you know. Yeah. And, um, but when I discovered the guitar, love songs went out the window mm -hmm. and like Van Halen came in oh, the window. Gosh. So suddenly it was like Van Halen, Led Zeppelin, you know, Cinderella, like all these 80s bands, of course, mm -hmm. you know, that was when I was involved deeply into it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and once I got the bug, I just couldn't put down the guitar. And so over the last 20 years, I've been playing guitar and keyboards and a and, uh, little bit of sax, but uh, mm -hmm. bass, you know. Anything I can get my hands on to play, if people yeah. are playing, that's I like to do it. And for a long time, I, I would take my guitar with me whenever I'd go traveling because I would always try to find a blues club because mm -hmm. that's kind of my roots were in blues with, you know, old Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff and just, you know, old blues stuff that nobody even knows about you know yeah. this old old stuff that zeppelin was pulling from yeah. um but uh it's it's taken a real journey because it went from these love songs then it went into like this really heavy rock stuff mm -hmm. and then that kind of like morphed into what my first cd was about which is kind of like if you cross seal with uh like 
I won't say Zeppelin, but like a little bit of Pink Floyd and a little bit of Zeppelin influences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It has like this soulfulness to it, yeah. but it also has a rock edge. And uh, since I was growing up in Arizona, it also had a little bit of a southwestern feel to oh, it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I kind of like threw the blender on and did like a, a musical blender. And another side of my music life is what I call, um, I call it blind piano because uh, I would sit down at the piano ever since I was a little kid yeah. and I would put a blindfold on and I would just play for five or ten minutes. And initially it sounded like crap. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but as I got better at it, suddenly I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of starting to sound good. And it became like a real new age classical sound, yeah. like really good for, you know, dinner music, you know, in the background or, you know... Uh, if you smoke a little bowl, no, wait, I didn't say yeah. that. Uh, but, but he like, said that. I didn't say we it. We have it on like tape. Like Wyndham Hill, that Wyndham kind of Hill, thing? Hill, exactly, Wyndham yeah. Hill. Okay. Yeah, like okay. uh, George Winston and those guys. Yeah. yeah. So I was influenced a lot by Wyndham Hill, and eventually um, I was playing so much of this, like, not-looking piano that my wife Sandy said, you got to record this. I mean, you're playing every day like an album worth a day. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you got to yeah. record it. And I was like, well, I'm going to make too many mistakes. She's like, just record it. So I recorded it, and uh, I released it a couple years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one's called First Light, mm -hmm. and it's just relaxing piano That's cool. music. It's yeah. really nice. You can hear that on LexLang.com yeah. as well. It's really yeah, nice. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, thanks. That's Sandy. Our dogs She's love got it. some good ideas. I'm telling yeah. you right now, dude. You need to. You need to. You Sandy need to hold Fox on to her. Needs, I hope oh my god! Getting a what would you do She's 20 her? years this yeah, year right? with her. That's, that's like 100 oh, wow. years in Los Angeles. In Los like, Angeles time. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> in any time. In Hollywood years, that's, that's 150 years. That's so years. funny. It's funny yeah. about your blindfold thing because yeah. I remember back when in, in the in the rock and roll days, you know, when you play classical guitar, your, your guitar's up here. Right, you're like this, yeah, uh, or like this, exactly, yeah, yeah. right. And then, but when you're playing like you know hard rock and metal, your guitar is like way down yeah. here. And so the trick was that if you really wanted to look cool, you didn't need to look at your guitar yes, for the changes. Of course, man. you're just oh, like, yeah. and 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 I love that. So the way I practiced was I would blindfold myself at rehearsals, <laughs> and I would literally just you know be playing I'm in front of the mic as you get the, that perspective there and listening yeah. and really trusting your that's ear so cool. and just playing. Now, when it, when the solo time came, <laughs> that's when we had problems because it was like, it was like I'd, yeah, I'd have to be like, okay, <laughs> because there's no way, right? Yeah. And then okay. go back down, but man, that was so much Maybe fun you do the to just do that. Yeah. yeah, and then live, it got to the point where it's like, you can look, but you didn't have to. Yeah. And it was really cool. I love it. I think we formed a new duo group here. The blind pianist and the blind <laughs> the guitarist. Blind guitar Three blind mice. <laughs> we just need <laughs> Jess to put a blindfold and on Jess and sing. Jess blindfold That would be easy, right? I oh, love it. That's, man. A, that's so cool. No, but you guys definitely need to check it out. It's really cool. And the songwriting's beautiful. Oh, thank beautiful, you. Beautiful, beautiful songs. Thank there. you. I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm in a new project right now, mm -hmm. a new album coming in 2016. Nice. And it's, uh, the Twitter is called Following Floyd. Nice. Our, our, our Twitter. Yeah. And the band name, it's kind of a funny, uh, another story, another time, but it's called Otis Nine. So you can go to Otis9.com, O-T-I-S, number 9.com. Okay. And you can get a little flavor of what this is going to be we'll about. And stay tuned. Yeah, and that was kind of born because I wanted to play in a band again, but as yeah. you know, it's really hard to get a bunch of guys together once a week even. Yeah. It's like yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. So uh, this friend of mine from music school lives a few blocks away, and I said, hey, why don't we get together and just do some jamming together? Yeah. And he goes, hey, dude, I got a full drum set set up at my house, completely mic'd. 
I got a keyboard. Let's do some jamming. So I went over, and what we do is one of us will be on the drums, and one of us will be on the keys, and we'll record for like 20 minutes. You know, every five minutes we'll take a little pause like we do here, you know? Yeah. And then he would jump on the guitar, and I would jump on the bass. Right. And then we would just start over at the beginning of that recording, throw some headphones on, and then we would record improvising the whole thing. Like, we yeah. never were smart enough to say, let's go C, G, D, and then we'll go to A minor for a couple bars, and we'll go back to D yeah, or whatever. Yeah, just you know? whatever. We're just like, you know what? We're just jamming. Let's, like, make it completely freeform. So we would do freeform, and after about 200 times doing this, hundreds of recordings, we started getting good at it. And then it was like, oh, let's do freeform. Okay, so like it starts off in the key of B flat, and then all of a sudden it's in C for a while. Now we're in E flat, but it's never like these, you know, hard jolts yeah, yeah, on the yeah, ear yeah. or anything. Yeah. So, and eventually it started sounding a lot like the Pink Floyd influence had really nice. taken the sound Ooh. somewhere. Yeah. So, Otis so, Nine. Otis Nine. So That's cool. Look man. for nice. it. Look for you it. Let us know when I you will. have some of that stuff. I rock. sure will. I love that. Absolutely. I will. And you can get a little baby taste of okay. one of the jams on the right. website. It automatically plays when you go to it. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, Lex, how yes. do you define success? How do I define success? For yourself. Hmm. He doesn't have an answer for that. Mm. I have a feeling. Well, I think the answer, yeah, I'm playing a song that I was thinking of yesterday. (laughs) I I think really it it comes down to waking up and feeling happy Mm. or at least feeling like, you know, you don't have anything, you know, that is is rubbing you the wrong way from the moment you open your eyes, you know. It's like success I don't think is... Sure, there's a monetary success, and sure, there is a career success. You know, when you get to the level of like The Simpsons, where you're making a million a week or whatever, you're like, I got monetary success That's down stupid or success. whatever. That's mm-hmm. stupid yeah. success. Yeah. But um, I think for me, it's like liking the people I work with being liked by the people I worked with. Not that that's incredibly important. Liking yourself. Liking yourself is before you even go to the work. Yeah, Yeah, like waking up and being okay with who you woke up with, being yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say that's that's probably it. That's cool. I yeah. like that. I thought you weren't going to have an answer. Yeah. You surprised me. <laughs> you surprised me, I was dude. trying to think, you know, do I... <laughs> I, I was trying to think, like, what level success matters, yeah. you know? And I think yeah. that when you get back, and you know, wrapping in the meditation and all that stuff, when you kind of get back to, like, you've swam in the ocean a little bit, and yeah. you're out, do you feel good when, you're, when you come back out, yeah, you know? Yeah, refreshed. Refreshed. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you feeling refreshed when you get up? Yeah. And I think that revolves around gratitude. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. It just revolves around it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, I, I, very cool. I've noticed that the people in this business that are sort of looked at like, eh, we, we may not see them in a few years. They yeah. either have a chip on their shoulder or that, or they don't really, they take it for granted, like, what's happening for their mm-hmm. lives, you know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of guys out there, man, that, that, that would love to be, like I said earlier, in your shoes. What advice would you give people out there that want to get into the voice of her business or that maybe are already kind of in they're in the trenches a little bit what advice hmm. what words of wisdom hmm. do you have for them words of wisdom i got to break the wall again for this one hey yeah uh, no let's see uh, words of wisdom well firstly no matter what level you're on my friend d B- bradley baker has a website called i want to be a voice actor yes. if you've never been on oh, it good. go to d's site check it out it's got so much kick but information. It does. So, like, that's number one. Yeah. That'll give you an idea whether you should be a voice actor or not. Um, the, the other thing is, you know, consider what you're 
about to step into also, you know, like voice acting is voice acting. It's not like I have a, my uncle told me I had a cool voice and so mm-hmm. I should be a voice actor. Yeah. It's also not like, don't do it because you want to make money. Right. Do it because you like acting and you like doing improv and you like doing voices. Yeah. You know? Like that's the main reason. That would be like my first bit of advice. Like why are you, why do you want to be a voice actor? You know, and you probably yeah. asked that question a million times. Yeah. To all kinds of people, not just here, but, um, so that's the first thing. The, the other thing would be, once you've decided that voice acting is because you love acting, then keep training nonstop. I still train, I'm still in classes after 20 years, you know, you and are. it's not voice classes. I teach classes, which is a class in itself. Like anytime you have to teach somebody mm-hmm. something, sure. you walk yeah. away having learned a yeah. thing or two. You learn more than them. But no, I can, just kidding. yeah yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, I, I can do this. I <laughs> if I did what I tell these people, to I, do, I, I, I can book something. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, it doesn't always have to be a voice acting class. It can be just an improv group. Like I take scene study classes, you know, yeah. on camera stuff. Because I eventually maybe we'll go back into it. Mm-hmm. I've had enough people in voiceover sessions saying. You got a good look, kind of like Richard Grieco. No, they don't say yeah, that, right? but they but they say <laughs> you know you, you got to go back on camera yeah. again. So, so I when I take classes from different teachers, it's usually something where I can dig deep into the role mm-hmm. and do some really scenes that involve a lot of emotional content and you know some diversity within the scene and that sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So I would say keep acting, get into improv. If you don't have improv, uh, you know, a group around you, make one. You know, you got five friends, call them up and say, let's, let's, especially nowadays, you can shoot things on your phone. Totally. So you can make a whole movie on your phone. If I had, if we had iPhones when I was a kid, I mean, I I was making Super 8 movies as a kid. If we had iPhones, forget it. We would have made like epics. Totally. We had Billy West on the show and he was talking about, he actually did it. Yes. Did he make a movie on the show? No. Uh He he put up a video on on YouTube of some lady talking and he had a conversation with her. She's like yelling and stuff. So She's like yelling and goes, well, what are you talking about? I didn't do that. She's like, well, I'm not your brother. Well, listen, I told you once. What? What? How can you call me that? It's amazing. So improv. So there's with, so many resources. Yeah. Improv. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty neat. It's really awesome. I love that. Very, very cool. Okay, Lex, you Uh-oh. know. You've seen the show. What page? Pick a number. What page? <laughs> I don't know. What you page? Pick. I guess I'll say 55 because that's okay. a number that has always been around. You like that? Okay. 55. Right. Because you can't drive? 55? 55. Um, <clears throat> okay. If. If you were to perform in the circus, what would you do, bearded uh, lady? Uh, yes. <laughs> Let's see. That was actually the question? Yes. Was it so bearded funny. lady? Say no, bearded I said bearded lady. I'd be bearded lady. I'd be bearded lady. And I would come at. Bearded lady thigh. number four. No, don't um, let me influence you. It could be see. Cirque du Soleil, too, if you wanted. Ooh, Cirque du Soleil. I'm amending That's that. Better. So if I was in a regular circus, what I would do in there was help all the animals get out. I was going to say. <laughs> that would be my first thing. Because I don't like Elephants, your your time Thank is you. done here. I'm yeah. not a fan of the yeah, circus, yeah. so let's say Cirque Monkeys. du Soleil. There's no animals involved. Cirque du Soleil, ooh. Uh, I would probably, this is the weirdest question I've ever, um, Cirque du Soleil, I would probably be a guy that does some singing at some point or be one of the clowns. I was going to say, the clown. Because I love to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's one of my favorite things. So I would be falling on my, you know, ass here. Yeah. 
Making fun of yourself. That's good. Well, you do make a lot of people laugh. Absolutely. You have inspired a lot of people. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Oh, my God. It's been absolutely awesome. It always works out in its own time. I always believe people get to that chair when it's right. Yes, that's right. Thank you. You're always welcome here. Well, thank you. So absolutely, man. Next Tuesday, is it? Yeah, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next. I'll be back next Tuesday. (laughs) No, we won't. But we'll be back next Sunday with another episode. That's right. Hi, this is Batman. I just got buzzed with Chuck and Stacy on VO Buzz Weekly. Now get to the bad pole. Well, there you have it. You learned a bunch of stuff about the voiceover business. Uh, a bunch of stuff about breaking down voices and, and how to make them work. Wow, well, it's really cool, by the way. So, so, so cool. Yeah. And how to meditate so you can be a better person. How to help feel the planet. Good, help the water planet. with a conscience. Come on, man. Now. This show is this show is amazing. We're going deep. If we weren't doing the show, I think I'd watch it. What about you? We do watch I would. it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks hey, for watching, you guys. We're gonna see you guys next week. We got another episode for you. It's gonna be very, very cool. We will absolutely. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to watch us on YouTube. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you you always have have time for a little little buzz. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.